You are listening to the There Is More podcast with Sean and Simone Bracken, available on all streaming platforms with new episodes every Monday morning. guys welcome back to another episode of there is more with myself and mr sean bracken we're excited that you guys are joining our our podcast family and podcast community it's been really encouraging to see uh, your responses to our social media reels and things we're posting from the episodes and yeah it's just neat to see the family growing and so um you know we love to see you guys sharing them as well in your stories it always encourages us so feel free to share tag us we love that. We are jumping back in. We started talking last week about this the subject of when things get real, and it got pretty real in here. I will say that as we were recording, I looked at Sean. There was a few times where I felt myself tearing up because it was just so vulnerable and so raw. And so if you didn't listen to that episode, make sure you go back and listen. And I know for us personally, it felt like we got even some keys because we told you guys, you know, we're not coming at you on this, this podcast pretending like we have it all together. We're working through things. We're working through fears, through, um, you know, subjects alongside you guys. And, you know, maybe we're further along in the journey than you're at right now, but we're not perfect. We're, we're in process as well. And, you know, this, this whole topic of when things get real is one that I feel like, a lot of us, you know, we, we haven't really dove into or, or even figured out why we do the things we do when things start to get real in our lives. And so last week we started diving in and talking about it from a marriage, you know, parent perspective, um, the, you know, the vulnerabilities, the things that we feel. And, and, you know, we went deep in talking about how it happens when things get real is that we feel this urge to run, to retreat. And so we dove and we talked about that. And for today's episode, I wanted to hit on this, honey, from like talking about it from a business perspective, uh, from a career, you know, success, dreams, goals, when things get real, maybe you, you've dreamed this dream, maybe you took that job and it's just, things aren't what you thought they were, which is what we talked about in, you know, in the roles of, of marriage and parenting last week. But what do you do in business in, in your career and, you know, you're, you're chasing your dreams and your success. What do you do when, when that happens? And we started talking about this yesterday, Sean and I did, and there was something you said, and I'm going to have you dive in and, and talk a little bit about this today, honey, but we were talking about how the tendency that we have when things start to get real, right, is to react emotionally instead of with wisdom. And it actually takes a lot more like humility, right? And like grace to, to pause and not react to what's coming at you, right? This, this real situation, this real feeling, this, uh, you know, that this fear that you're having, how do you, what do you do with the emotion of that? And how do you react with wisdom instead of reacting with, with emotion? Yeah. Every situation is totally different, but the key is not to react emotionally. The key is to respond with wisdom to everything that gets thrown at us. Because it's very easy to react and let our emotions dictate how we feel and what we're going to say. But ultimately, out of our emotions, we say things we don't really mean. So in order to really say the things we mean, we have to respond. We have to take time to respond instead of react. Because when we react... We have to go back and fix things. We have to backpedal. We have to go say sorry, ask for forgiveness. We say the things we actually didn't mean. Maybe in the moment 
We did mean it, but it was your emotion that meant it. It wasn't really you who meant it. See, we struggle oftentimes with thinking our emotions are our reality. Just, I feel angry, so I'm angry. I feel angry, so I'm going to be angry at the world, right? And we push everyone away because we're angry. But if you go underneath the surface of anger, that's really not who you are. That's what your emotion is saying you are right now in this moment. So we were reacting out of the emotion of anger instead of shutting the voice of anger, of that shutting down the voice of anger and the emotion of anger and really looking underneath it using wisdom to ask yourself, why am I reacting with this emotion instead of responding with wisdom? It's because we don't slow down. We don't think we react and our, we let our emotions dictate everything, every decision, every circumstance, everything that's thrown at us. Our emotions are dictating what our day is going to look like, how we feel, how we're going to treat people, how we're going to react to the world. And emotions are a great thing. We are emotional beings. We are emotional people. Uh, emotions are great. But it's just like a gun, right? Guns are great, but if you use them in the wrong way, they're not great. So our emotions help guide and help us to make better decisions if we use them in the right way. See, if my emotions right now is, is anger or pain or frustration, right? Most people, what they do is just use that as their weapon. I'm angry, so I'm going to use that against you. But what we should do is ask ourselves the questions. Why, why do I feel angry? Why do I feel hurt? Why do I feel pain? Why do I feel small? Why do I feel insecure? Why do I feel this? The emotion is good because it challenges us to grow. But emotions are bad if they hinder your growth. Emotions will either accelerate you or decelerate you if you use them the right way. Because the wrong emotion at the wrong time and the wrong reaction, you could lose everything. If you use that emotion that you could lose everything with, but if you conquer that emotion and you begin to harness it and use it as fuel, it can make you greater. So your emotions are actually a great thing if you learn how to harness them and learn how to dissect them and, and truly overcome what's trying to make you lash out externally or run away externally or when the pressure gets real, you the emotion is to run, the emotion is to hide, the emotion is fear, the emotion is insecurity, the emotion is anger, 
See, we all react differently when we're pressed, when we're in situations that feel awkward or we feel clumsy or we don't feel in control. We all react different with different emotions. But the key is to stop when things get real, when things get hard, when things get pressing. The key is to stop. Take some time. Use wisdom. Dissect the emotion and come at the thing that's presented to you in a different way. And that's how you grow. And that's how you get to the next level. Because if you can't control your emotions, you can't control your life. And if you can't control your life, you'll never have a great life. If you can't control your emotions, you can't lead anybody else. If you can't lead your emotions, you can't lead your kids. You can't lead your wife. You can't lead your business. You can't lead your house. You can't lead anything. Emotions are a good thing. But if you can't lead them, they will destroy you. Yeah, you hit it right on. Emotions are supposed to be a guide. Emotions reveal something going on deeper inside. And they're supposed to give us clarity. And you know, I talked about that in, in Soul Fix. Like, you know, your soul cries out and it'll cry out through emotions. So it's like the emotions really are, they're revealing a, a need that your soul has. And so in, you know, in the business aspect, and you're chasing a goal, you're chasing a dream, you know, you might hit a bump in the road. Like when, like we're talking about when things get real, maybe, um, you created that project and it didn't get approved. Maybe you went for it. You launched the business. You got, you went and got the business name and everything, and you're not selling any products. I, you know, I don't know what you guys, how this pertains to you individually, but you know, you can look at that and go, Oh, I set my hope on this and feel like a failure, right? The emotion is, Oh, I, I'm a failure. I feel like a failure. So I'm going to run, I'm going to retreat like we've talked about, but it's like, okay, no, that emotion, right. Of feeling disappointed or feeling embarrassed or whatever you're feeling, right. Cause we feel emotions. Um, you have to stop in the moment and go, okay, what is this showing me? Maybe I was just really, maybe I launched this and I'm actually really afraid that I'm not going to be successful. Maybe I feel like a complete imposter in this. You know, maybe I'm actually looking for an out because I don't feel like I'm good enough to even do this. So I'm just going to let my emotion sabotage before I, you know, like pick myself up and keep going. I'm just going to stop now and let, and, and react emotionally, right? There's something deeper going on. And so that's where we have to let our emotions guide us to wisdom. We, we make decisions out of wisdom, not out of a place of being emotional, because when we do that, and I was getting this as you were talking, when we react, we're going to end up having to react. We're going to have to, we're going to have to redo, you know, do those acts again. We're going to have to, we're, we're going to find ourselves in a similar situation where it's going to come up again. And so if you react, you're going to have to react. It's going to happen over and over again until you conquer the reason why you're feeling that emotion. And so when things get real, it's so good because it shows us where we're at. And, you know, this is why it's so important too, that we don't just idolize, talked about this last week too. We don't just idolize the dream. We don't romanticize the dream. We don't romanticize the thing that we want. And I love Mel Robbins talked about this in a, in a podcast episode, and it's just sticking with me right now where she talked about, you have to envision yourself in the moments where you suck, in the moments where you're failing, in the moments where, because if you'll, if you'll envision yourself in those moments, right? Like a lot of us, we envision the success part. We envision the first 
dollars $200,000 check. We envision, you know, oh, my, my business is going to go around the world or this dream. Like, you know, you envision the success aspect of it, but how are you going to feel when nobody buys your product? How are you going to feel when the first thing you created, it, it totally bombs? Are you, you know, are you going to pick yourself back up and keep going? Are you going to go back to the drawing board and figure out what didn't work and separate that from your identity and not feel like you're a complete failure because what you created didn't work the first time. I mean, look at how many successful people have had to go back to the drawing board over and over and over again. And if they had just reacted emotionally the first time things didn't work out, we wouldn't have so many of the great things that we have today. But because they chose to persevere, in spite of how they felt emotionally, we have what we have. And so, you know, you're not going to get to that romanticized thing that you want. You're not going to get there if you can't see yourself failing and getting back up again. And, and I love that she said, you know, if you're running a race, you need to see yourself at mile three when your headphones die and you want to quit or when it starts raining, you didn't expect it to rain. Um, that's how you continue to, uh, to press on, to persevere, to progress, to grow, um, to achieve when things get real, when things get raw, when they don't go your way. You keep going because you see yourself succeeding no matter what obstacles you face. Um, but you won't do that if you're, if you're emotional, you have to, you have to get control of that, figure out what's really going on and be strategic with your decisions. Be strategic. Don't, don't be sloppy with your emotions. Be strategic with your decisions. Yeah. And I think what happens a lot of times when people are trying to chase their dreams or build something new they start out right really 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 emotional with like such fuel such excitement such like oh my gosh i'm doing this i'm doing this oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm starting this and they're so excited so excited to start a business so excited to pursue their dreams so excited to do what's in their heart, right? And you should have passion. But I believe how you start something is what, what it's going to take to sustain something. So a lot of us go into marriage, right? So excited, so in love, so intrigued by the other person. And then what happens? Six months into it, we find out that that we're not, we're no longer intrigued. We're no longer in awe. We're no longer passionate. We're no longer like deeply, madly with the rosy lens in love. Things got real, right? And, And we didn't go into it with that emotion. We went into it with the emotion of this is like a fairy tale. This is so awesome. This is amazing. You know, you always see people post about their husband and wives when they get married for the, about the first six months, all these great things about them. <laughs> and then it goes kind of silent, right? Because now things got real. It's all fun. Oh, I'm going to post about my business in the beginning. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. Then the first challenge comes up and that emotion goes away. Now it gets real. Now it gets hard. That emotion is gone, but wait, I built it on this emotion and now it's gone. I must be doing the wrong thing. Mm, That's a key. Yeah. I must have picked the wrong person. 
But what happened, right? What you got addicted to was the feeling, the emotion of starting something. And the emotion of dreaming. And what do you do when you're dreaming? You're asleep. It's easy to dream and to be asleep. That's why so many people start and stop so many things because they have, they're addicted to dreaming. They're addicted to the dream. They're addicted to the feeling. They're addicted to that emotional high. They're addicted to the dream because the dream makes you feel high. It makes you feel, it, it gives you endorphins because you're reaching after something that you know you can't have. And you're building this image in your head of this perfect fantasy world. And then you step into this world that you thought you built and you pick the partner that you built this fantasy around. You pick this business, you built this fantasy around and then you get in it and it, that feeling goes away. That dream state went away. Why? Because you're awake, you're in it, and it got real, and it's no longer fun. It's no longer easy. It's no longer passionate. It's no longer lovely. It's no longer easy. Now it sucks. Now I saw the pimple on the girl's back, and it's disgusting. Now, you know, the girl saw a nose hair out of the man, and oh my God, he's not perfect. Right? Because nothing is going to be perfect. No dream is perfect. Unless you're asleep. And sometimes when we're awake, what we dream for looks like a nightmare. But it's the nightmares that we have to overcome to succeed. You're never going to have an easy way, an easy path. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be things that come against you all the time. But you ha can't be emotional. You have to use wisdom. If you really want something bad enough, you will fight through every season and that's why a lot of people can't succeed. Yeah, I really encourage you to just pause, rewind, go back and listen to everything Sean just said about 10 more times because there was so much truth and wisdom, which is what we're talking about, in that. And it is so true. We get addicted to these feelings. We get addicted to these false realities. And then reality sets in and we think we've done something wrong. But no, you really were just like you said, asleep and not awake. Like this is what reality really looks like. And that's why we have to familiarize ourselves with the pain of the process, with the, the truth of what's going to happen, that things are going to come up. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be easy. Um, but just because you, you're faced with an emotion uh, about, oh, I didn't, I didn't expect it to be like this. Doesn't mean that you quit. Doesn't mean you throw in the towel. Doesn't mean you give up on the dream or, or whatever. Maybe you need to, you need to stop. You need to look at, okay, 
is this, uh, is there something I need to change about the way I'm doing this? Not necessarily change the entire thing, right? Um, what do I need to do differently in this? And that's why we're, we're saying emotions are supposed to guide you to a solution, to a truth, to wisdom. And, uh, but we won't get there if we feel the emotion and run. You have to feel the emotion and figure out what's really going on and get clear because it's revealing something in you that you need, whether that's confidence, whether that's, um, you know, assurance, whether that's, uh, to, to see things as it really is and not as you thought it was going to be. Maybe you're facing the fact that you feel like an imposter, but that's not true. You, you've got to let it lead you and guide you to getting clear instead of just letting it overwhelm you and shut you down. Yeah, and the more emotions you can handle, the more successful you will be. If you can't handle your emotions on a small level, you're not going to be able to handle emotions being the superstar you want to be. And that's where it all starts. You know, I always tell people, EQ is way better than IQ. I've met a lot of smart people that can't control their emotions. And I've met a lot of non-book smart people that can can control their emotions and they're very far in life. Our emotional state is the key to success in every area. Emotions can destroy or emotions can, can create. The choice is ours and we're in control of those. Don't let your mind tell you you're not. Don't let anybody tell you, you you can't control your emotions because you can. It's a choice. But you have to take 100% responsibility for you. That's where you begin to take control of your emotions when you take responsibility for you. And don't blame others because your emotions because you got emotional, it's not anybody's fault, but yours. Emotional people point fingers. Really, at the end of the day, everything stems from us. If we get emotional, it's because there's something inside of us that needs to be checked, that needs to be healed, that needs to be revealed, that needs to be exposed and needs to be removed so we can actually move on or else we'll keep going around the same mountain with a different person, with a different location, with a different job, with a different business. It's not an external event. It's not an external thing that's stopping you. That's creating this emotion. It's you. And when we can take our power back and control our emotions, then our external events will be way more enjoyable because we're not going to destroy. We're going to create. We're not going to put down. We're going to build up. Don't let your emotions destroy your life. Let your emotions build a life. Like I said, emotions are good, but they can destroy. 
but the choice is up to you. All right, you guys, a lot of reflection in this episode today, challenging. We believe in you. We want the best for you. We believe there is more for you. We don't want to see you throw in the towel because you hit a bump in the road. And so we are here for you. You can reach out to us anytime um, through our social media, at me Brackens on Instagram and Facebook as well. Um, we love to hear from you guys. And yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you in the next one. All right, guys. See you next week. Thank you.